Before we start today's podcast, the Truth About Aging wish to acknowledge that this episode has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. We pay our deepest respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the Ghana people as the custodians of the Adelaide region and that their cultural and heritage beliefs are still as important to the living Ghana people today. everyone and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. So this week is Dementia Action Week. So from the 20th to the 26th of September, Australia has their Dementia Action Week. And the theme of this week in particular is a little support makes a big difference. So I wanted to spend some time today looking at, I guess, more broadly what dementia is, some of the most common types of dementia and how they present and how they progress, and also just touching on dementia versus normal aging. Because as we know, we all become a little bit more forgetful and can uh, be distracted more easily as we age. However, there comes a point where some behaviors start to lean more into potentially dementia or a type of disease versus normal aging and cognitive decline. So I wanted to start off with just some stats around the number of people that are actually impacted by dementia. So in Australia, there's close to half a million people living with a form of dementia, with about 1.6 million Australians involved in their care, which really is a huge number of people. And somewhat scarily, it's set to double in the next 25 years. So what is dementia? Dementia describes a collection of symptoms that are caused by disorders affecting the brain. It's not one specific disease. So I think the best way to think of dementia is it's the umbrella term for the many different types of dementia that you may have heard of. So some of the most common ones that we'll talk about today are Alzheimer's disease, vascular dementia, and Lewy bodies dementia. So they're some of the most common ones that occur. But dementia, I guess, is the broad overarching term for all of those different diseases that impact your cognition and are an actual disease rather than just a side effect of aging. So I just want to mention quickly at the top, I'm not an expert in dementia. There are some incredible resources out there, which I'll quickly mention here. And I'll also uh, do a little link to as well after the show. But so some of the key ones in Australia are Dementia Australia and Dementia Support Australia. So you can find both of them online. They also both have their own, I guess, different helplines. So the National Dementia Helpline, which is 1800 100 500, is supported by Dementia Australia and they provide, I guess, um, advice and support for people living with or their carers that are supporting them with dementia. 
Dementia Support Australia have their own helpline, which is a 24-hour helpline. This one in particular, I know I've used previously for my clients and we use quite regularly within home care. This is probably focused a little bit more around supporting people, caring for people with dementia. So specifically, if they're, say, they're waking up in the middle of the night, getting really agitated and you can't get them back to bed, what do you do? Or they've wandered off down the street and are refusing to come back home, what's the next step? So their 24-hour helpline has amazing people staffing it that can provide real-time advice about what to do in that instance, but also can help follow up with extra support and resources that can be used in future as well. So that number is 1-800-699-799. So I just wanted to throw those in right at the top. So there are actually over 100 diseases that may cause dementia. So as I mentioned before, the most common causes of dementia include Alzheimer's disease, vascular dementia, and dementia with Lewy bodies. And whilst the risk of getting dementia does increase as we age, people in their 40s and 50s can also have dementia. So this is what they call younger onset dementia, and that's used to describe any form of dementia that's diagnosed in people under the age of 65. And I should say there's some really specialized resources around younger onset dementia as well, which I won't touch on as much today, but I really encourage you to have a look at particularly some of the information on the Dementia Australia website, which can really dig into what to do if you have concerns in that area. So firstly, Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia and affects up to 70% of all people with dementia. So Alzheimer's disease damages the brain which results in changes to memory, to thinking, and to behavior. Interestingly, with Alzheimer's, there's no precise definition, as almost all of the components will appear within the normal aging process. I guess it's more so that there's often more of those things happening or happening more frequently or in a uh, stronger intensity than what it would within normal aging. But essentially, Alzheimer's disease is the shrinkage of the brain tissue. So it typically affects the parietal and temporal lobes. So these are the parts of your brain that are responsible for memory, but also for temperature, taste, touch and movement. So some of the early symptoms can be quite subtle as they can be similar to regular aging, often beginning with lapses in memory, difficulty finding the right words. Other symptoms start to become um, persistent and frequent memory difficulties, especially of recent events. Loss of enthusiasm for activities that they used to enjoy before. Deterioration of social skills. Forgetting well-known people or places. Vagueness in everyday conversation and taking longer to do routine tasks. So the symptoms can vary quite a bit from person to person, and they can even fluctuate day to day, becoming worse if someone is stressed or fatigued or not feeling well. So Alzheimer's progression, I guess, varies from person to person. However, the disease does eventually lead to complete dependence. So typically with Alzheimer's dementia, people will slowly decline gradually over time. So it might start off with some memory loss. That memory loss may increase and slowly people may forget their family members or who they are or what they did 
or lose parts of their vocabulary, unable to communicate effectively with others. And I think sometimes the really cruel and awful thing about dementia is it it can be so slow in some ways until it literally takes away all of your other functions. So you start to be unable to feed yourself or to go to the toilet or to dress yourself. And this is where I guess if you think of people that you may know with dementia or even maybe what you picture of someone living with dementia, people can live really good lives with dementia for a very long time. And particularly if their other comorbidities are looked after, there is a chance for them to live a really good quality of life. However, they will continue to slowly deteriorate. And by the end, it will lead to complete dependence and finally death. Now that death may occur, it's normally a result of another illness like pneumonia or some kind of infection that they may contract. Alzheimer's typically people can live, they say between 3 and 25 years with the average being about 7 to 10. So the second most common form of dementia is vascular dementia and that impacts around about 15 to 20% of individuals. So vascular dementia is a broad term for dementia associated with circulation of blood to the brain or problems with circulation of blood to the brain. So most commonly there's actually an event that occurs that causes a deficiency of supply of blood to the brain. They call it a stepwise deterioration. So often this is caused by something like a stroke where an individual has a short-term deficit of blood or deficiency of blood supply to the brain, which causes vascular dementia. So the decline is not as steady as what it would be in Alzheimer's because typically um, they might have a stroke, then have vascular dementia. It may stay at that steady kind of level until potentially they have another stroke and then their cognition may decline again. So some of the risk factors of vascular dementia are hypertension, diabetes, smoking, heart disease, and cardiac arrhythmia. So vascular dementia is kind of a a patchy loss of ability and cognitive function. Typically, personality and insight um, is better preserved than what it is with Alzheimer's, but it's a noticeable loss of short-term memory. So worth noting that whilst vascular dementia is caused by chronic reduced blood flow to the brain, which as we said is often a result of a stroke or a series of strokes, it can often coexist with Alzheimer's disease. So you might hear the term mixed dementia or mixed forms dementia, which essentially is where people have more than one type of dementia at once. And this would be diagnosed by a geriatrician, but there may be more than one type that someone is living with at any given point in time. So the third one we're going to touch on today and the third most common is Lewy body's disease or dementia with Lewy body's disease. They all present slightly differently. So whilst Lewy body's dementia will have uh, fluctuations in cognition and variable alertness, some of the main things that differentiate Lewy body's dementia to the others is that they often involve hallucinations, delusions, and mood swings. So there are some really specific traits of Lewy body dementia that you don't see as much in other forms of dementia. There's often also a repeated falls 
or a loss of consciousness with Lewy Bodies dementia. Unfortunately, Lewy Bodies is one that progresses quite rapidly and often people will experience death within one to two years. So we're going to wrap it up there for today. So I guess the main learnings out of that are dementia's the umbrella term and all of the Alzheimer's, Lewy Bodies disease, alcohol-related dementia, frontotemporal dementia, vascular dementia, all sit under that one umbrella. We've touched on the three most common types of dementia and how they present and how they progress. And also a couple of those, I guess, supports that you can link in with in Dementia Australia and Dementia Support Australia, which are a fantastic starting point if you want some resources or things to link in with. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to be doing a quick tip episode on what is normal aging versus what is dementia, just to start to give you a feel for where some of those red flags or warning signs might be. So forgetting things and becoming more easily distracted or struggling to multitask are parts of normal aging as our body slows down versus there are a number of different signs or symptoms that might be an indication that there is an actual disease at play. So that's what we'll be touching on next week. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening the whole way through. And I hope there's a few things that you got out of that. As we touched on at the top, it is an illness that impacts so many of us within Australia and will continue to. So I really encourage you to spend some time talking about dementia this week ask your friend, family, loved one, have a discussion about what you know about dementia or share something that you've learned on the podcast. As the theme of Dementia Action Week suggests, a little support makes a big difference. So if your support for people with dementia is learning about things in today's episode, then that's one step better towards supporting people living with really what is quite a cruel and insidious illness. So thank you for listening. I'll be back in your ears again next week and I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful week. Mm -hmm.